You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Andy Machete's It Chapter 2, or what I like to call Wash, Rinse, Repeat. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Do y'all know the um, <laughs> advertising story or behind rinse, wash, repeat? No. Or wash, rinse, repeat? No, I don't. Um, so the people use more, so they had to buy more. It was an advertising agency. They were they were hired by a, like a conditioner or a shampoo company to double their sales. <laughs> So what they came up with was on the the instructions to put wash, rinse, repeat. So people were using double amount of shampoo or conditioner that they actually needed. Does anyone here do it twice? No. I know you don't, Brian. <laughs> twice a week? <laughs> I shave, shave, and shave. Done. I never thought about you never using shampoo. I've never. Yeah. That's never come in my mind before now. I do not use shampoo. That's insane. Just just shave gel. So, so does that mean that there's extra time for you in the in the shower? So you do like a like a face wash and oh, then a body oh, wash? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Face okay. mask all the way. Oh, and yeah. That's Jared Callen, by the way. <laughs> How you doing, Brian? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> well, it's also like uh, what is it, the luggage company? That guy like would give his employees vacations so they could use the fucking luggage that they were they bought. Look at that. Yeah. Smart, smart guys selling things, and just like to the, their own the, employees, just like the smart uh, marketing team on this movie, they're like, "It's bigger, it's longer, it's better, with more effects." We're gonna make that money, guys. Damn straight, goddamn right, it's there. They did. Well, I didn't see that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the effects budget had to be double. Uh, you know, it was it was only seventy million, man. It was double the last one. Look, the last one was, uh, I think, 35. You, but a lot of that double. probably went to cast. Yeah. They said a pretty this good Bill cast. Bill Hader yeah. bringing in 
lots of money these I was, days. I was thinking more about you know James McAvoy and uh, <laughs> Jessica Chastain bringing the bringing yeah. that uh, paycheck herd in. <laughs> Ooh, I bet you they got. What do you think? I bet you they got ten million a pop for those two. Probably. I bet. I bet you they cost ten million with points. Ooh, ten million for. Oh, so you're saying ten million for the pair? Yeah. And then they get points. With points. Mm. That I'd take that deal if I was them. Yeah, You'd be like you, bro, we're gonna yeah, make some would. money, dude. I'd take that deal if that was me. <laughs> we would all take that deal. That's a great deal. You'd be an idiot if you didn't take that deal. What did it do opening weekend? Ninety-one million. I thought it. Oh, so well, worldwide happy? it was one fifty something. No, one eighty-five. Ooh, so they're happy with it. They're ha- well, bro, they're kind of happy. Lot. Well, it's not as big as the last one because the last one was like what one twenty-seven or something, one twenty-five, something like that. Who some cares? ridiculous with a less budget, but yeah. it's the sequel, so. Yeah, I know, right? You'd think the weekend, though, would be, like, higher. Right. Because the fan build-up, but I think that Stranger Things it factor that's kind of faded a little bit, and now it's the adults. Plus, I, I think a lot of kids just, I mean, a lot of people like the part of the story with the kids. It is the best part of the miniseries. It's the best part of the novel. Yeah. It's the best part of these two movies. I like this movie, though, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking like it, it you didn't like this movie. No, I like this movie. I think it was good. I well, thought you, this movie was fucking crazy as shit. You've been kind of crapping on it since we got here. No, I haven't. What have I said? Let's rewind the tape. <laughs> Rinse, wash, repeat. Same thing as the other one. They wasted their money on budget. This sucks. No, I didn't. I said that they I said that they doubled their, <laughs> I said they doubled their effects budget. And I said, uh, rinse, wash, repeat, because it is kind of like the first one. Which is the it story, is. anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like, yeah, like that. Well, it's not the same as the first one, though. I kind of disagree with that. Like the narrative structure is very different. Yes. Like the scares are set up the same. I, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, but like, that's that's any horror franchise. That's true. Like, you know, you, Freddy's gonna show up and drink. Well, except in Nightmare on Elm Street too, where he's. Except for the weird entries He's that make no sense. inside me. He wants to get inside me. <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be covering that movie. We're we're gonna get exposed to this. Jared's got like a, a face of confusion. Oh, you don't know you don't know what that is, do you? Is that the dream one? No. Well, is that the one that's possibly gay? Yeah, people have interpreted. Okay, so it's that as, one. Yeah. Okay, I know about it. I just haven't really watched it. Yeah. There's a scene where a guy's in his like underwear. Yelling, Freddy wants to be inside me. He wants to get inside me. Still not the worst nightmare movie, though. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Really? Yeah. Which one would you say is worse? Freddy's Dead is pretty shit. That is one of the worst fucking movies I have ever seen in my life, man. S- sitting through that. But is... it's at least goofy. Is that the one with the the hearing aid? Where he puts the... Spider no. hearing aid in his ear and then like does the chalkboard and blows the kid's head up. No. Where it's Which super one? campy. Is it the same one where the girl's got asthma and he's like, want to suck face and sucks her, <laughs> sucks her face off? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is where this conversation's going. You suck face. What a suck face. <laughs> Great. So that's, that's four. I okay. do remember suck face. And then the Jaws, little Jaws reference. Oh, yeah. The beach, the glove. They do the instead of the shark's fin, it's the Freddy glove. Of course, and it, and comes it goes straight up the beach. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into the sand. Is it doing dun 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 dun? I think yeah, they do some kind of music sting <clears throat> of some kind. Nice. Oh, we're gonna rewatch those. Nice, can't wait. Coming very soon. <laughs> but this is uh this is probably the most big budget adaptation of a nightmare on Elm Street film we're ever gonna get. This this thing was fucking crazy, man. 
It wow. did feel very much like what a Nightmare on Elm Street movie w- would be. <laughs> yeah, especially at that well end. done. <laughs> yeah, they they took that idea that they had from that first part with the house on Nebolt Street, right? And they they kind of upped that at the end of the, this movie. That was cool. That was a cool little callback, bringing in the the aspects that had happened before. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do miss the. And I'll, I'll preference almost all of these comments with being a fan of the book. I miss the idea of going into the tunnels. Well, they kind of do that. Yeah, they kind of. But I'm talking like that whole like we're got we've got to go under the ground. We've got to go into that dark tunnel. Benson, did you see the runtime of this movie? <laughs> I get what you're saying though, but you know, <clears throat> someone will will eventually take this movie and do a supercut, like cross cut it between the other, kind of like how the book did. And then, uh, then you'll have that. Well, they're supposed to be well, releasing like some. They didn't do it. <laughs> they went to the house on Nebolt instead of going. Oh, through down the barren. Through, through, the, through the through the Baron. Yeah. Well, maybe they could have done something. I don't know more in the sewer. They could have maybe even shot some more. I heard the original cut was like four hours. The <sighs> assembly cut, and then the director's cut was still like three and a half hours. He's like, it has to be this long. <laughs> I guess I don't know who was wanting him to get it further down. He didn't say. I'm sure it was Warner Brothers. I've, I've read a lot of people complaining about the length of this movie, and I didn't really feel the length um, very much. I mean, I was like, oh, this movie's a little long, but it, it doesn't ever really get boring, I don't think. It, it's just kind of like, it's a roller coaster. It's one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. Lots of jumping around. Oh, scary. <laughs> Transitions are awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. The match cuts and stuff. Yeah. Super, super cool. The edit, the, all the editing's good. The transitions, like between the scenes and then between the flashbacks, and there was one that's really good when they're uh, they're getting the phone calls and it goes from Ben into this like really awesome house that's got nothing but windows. Yeah, and it like pans up and you think it's the night sky. It's and it, the puzzle of uh, oh, yeah. that is so great. And it's, yes, yeah, you think the stars. And that it's is really so great. A puzzle piece. Yeah, that is very so awesome. creative. Yeah, it's, it's a cool little transition. There's a really bad edit though when like. Uh, it's just one. It still it still jumps out at me both times. It's when Beverly's leaving um, the house after she gets scared by the old lady in the apartment that she grew up in, and it tilts up and it shows the build the building that she was just in a fucked up old building, anyways. Yeah, and then it sh- and then it shows a close up of her like looking at the building, and uh-huh. then it cuts to an exterior of another place. And for a second, because it's like describing this this shot rhythm of building close up, building close up. You and can then tell they, they cut something out. Yeah, and it just goes to another building, and it's just like, oh, it's kind of jarring. This is a different building. Whoa, what's up here? So it goes straight from her face to a building. To a different building, okay. yeah. That's not it's the like charred building. She's looking at charred building, right. back to her face, to the charred building, back to her face, to some odd building. Oh, okay. And then the camera starts moving down. It just it, it was very <laughs> jarring. It took me out of it, but that's the only thing, that, uh, technical-wise, I really saw. Yeah. Well, the de-aging on... Uh, on uh, the Benjamin Finn. Button? Oh, I thought you meant the... <laughs> the well, around his glasses. Oh, what? The ben- oh, you're talking about at the very, very end. <laughs> I thought you meant that, the aging. Oh. I thought I'd like that. I like that, too. That was kind of 80s. <laughs> I guess we should say spoilers here, guys. Where? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Wait, where's just, the just de-aging? Wait, wait, which de-aging Yeah, what are you talking about? Because I've heard other people complain about this. Yeah, I, I don't remember see it. seeing it. Who, who, who got de-aged? Oh, uh, all the actors. Um... Because you know, there's like a you know two years in between shooting. They grew up, and that two years they were bigger. They looked different from how they, they shot the movie, so they had to go back through and digitally de-age the young yeah, guys. I know Georgie looked a little too big. Yeah, 
I mean, His I didn't notice it that like, much on him. <laughs> He's like, you hey, guys. And I <laughs> you lied and I died. You lied I I like that. That was cool. <laughs> but that's Georgie's thing as a ghost. He likes to repeat things <laughs> over and over and over. I did like that callback, though, to the... Uh, the, the basement scene? Yeah. Well, not 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 that part, but <clears throat> in the first movie of Chapter 1 when um, Bill's making the the boat. Yeah. He does this cough. And it, it seemed really fake. It seemed really fake, and it always bothered me in Chapter 1. Like, why is he coughing? Like, that's fucking some shit acting, and these guys are <laughs> great in this movie. I fucking hate that one scene. They retconned it. I don't know if that was the plan from the get-go, and they were like, you know, look, look, we're going to explain this just – how that wasn't bad. Remember, uh, it, yeah, because he, he was faking sick. He, he was. He, he didn't want to go play. Oh, that day. that's right. That's what the whole thing was. Of what was? What that's, was he it, screaming it down was in the basement? That all you along, lied and really, I died. Yeah, yeah, that's why he lied. Because he, like, he could have gone out to play. He's fake like, being sick. I don't want to play with your little ass, man. I want to hang out in my room and listen to records. <laughs> I don't think he was listening to records, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there like I don't know, like pasting. He was up there huffing glue or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that wax sealant from the basement. He's like painting wax on his hands. <laughs> About to grab his dick. <laughs> I'm going to show you it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, traumatize. I did like Stephen King's cameo. surprise cameo. I thought he did good. Uh, yes. Much better than, uh, this, honey, this machine called me an asshole. This machine called me an asshole. I love when he's like, how much for the bike? And he's like, you're the rich writer, huh? $300. <laughs> did anyone notice the Christine license plate above his head? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah. Did not notice that. The yellow Christine license plate. Frame right. Holy shit. And there was a Shining reference. Oh, really? Where was that? Yeah, where was the Shining reference? Here's Johnny. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah, when the, the bathroom when the, the, the bathroom stall filling full of blood. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. That's so Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I fucking love that. There's a thing reference, too, with the head. very first horror scene I ever wrote was a bathroom filling up with blood. That's insane. You guys actually thought you were going to do that. You're like, man, we're going <laughs> to fucking oh, no, look. It was a, it was do a this. Book. Oh, it was a book. No, okay. It was about dreams. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, that, that's a good, I don't know, blood scary and drowning is fucking terrifying. And bathrooms are scary, too. Are they? <laughs> yeah, man, because it's one of the places where you're, like, the most vulnerable. Now you're starting to sound like Final Destination. Did you just go through a Final Destination marathon, Jared? No, but I'm thinking about it. Oh, Have you yeah. ever seen Final <clears throat> Destination? Uh, the first one, yeah. That guy gets killed in that bathroom. That's pretty cool. I don't remember how he gets killed in the bathroom, but... It's some like it's a Final Destination movie, so it's some contrived way of like he ends up hanging himself in the shower, <laughs> and it's like how did he do that? No. Well, there was you some think, water on the floor, and then yeah, you think he's going to get electrocuted, and then he ends oh, up yeah, slipping, and yeah, nice. No, but what I was saying is that's where you're that's where you're naked. That's where you're on the toilet. You know, so <laughs> you, 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 it's easy to attack somebody in the that's bathroom. That's where you're dropping dirt. Yeah, man, catch me off guard. I'm like flipping through my phone. You get hit in the head with a pipe or a knife or something, and I'm just done. I'm like, ah! You know, because you're like, you know, oh, shit, I'm naked. Uh. So that's the terrifying part of, of the bathroom filling up with blood. It's like, oh, well, I may be taking a shit. <laughs> How am I going to flush I'll it? Say, well, that's a scary place. I love that while he's being attacked, somebody's beating him in the head. The worry, he says, is I'm naked. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the first thing you're going to think when somebody opens the door. You're like, whoa, hold on, somebody's in here. And that's that. You don't have time to react to the axe coming down on your forehead. Okay. You just kick forward. That's what I do. Anytime the door opens. You just kick. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. You just slam it in. 
The doorknob just jammed in my chest. I'm in here. I need you to knock. Man, was it really two years ago when this came out? When the first one came out? 2017? Yeah, that's 2017. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. We're getting old, Jeremy. It's happening. Wait, that was only two years ago. Come on, I guys. know, but it feels like yesterday. It does, does feel like, like like last like couple months ago. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Does it? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because I, I was sitting in this one. same chair, talking into the same microphone about it. Doing the same voices. We're stale. <laughs> My voices have evolved over the last year. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm just going to act like that didn't happen and moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's after me today. <laughs> You've been talking to the same voice every time. <laughs> Jerry's like, don't, that was don't the make joke. fun of my ch- voices. I'm going to cry. I was making fun of I'm going to cry. Me. <laughs> my Kermit the Frog slash George Lucas is the best. <laughs> it is great. Uh, <sighs> all right, what are we talking about? Oh, that is probably your best one. <laughs> monsters in this movie. You guys like these big, over-the-top, okay. gigantic... My only issue... My only issue is that for some, well, mate, okay, I'm, I'm kind of talking myself out of, out of it as I say it, but they really lean on this, like, googly-eyed thing. And is that just because all of them are him? You know what I mean? Every single, like, thing that popped up had the Google eye like the weird little, you know, messed up, lazy eye thing. Oh, where the eyes go in different directions? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, <laughs> did they all do that? <laughs> Anytime, anytime like the Paul the, Bunyan monster didn't do that, right? No, it just had a crazy mouth. Yeah, with bats that. I'm came talking about the creatures, like awesome. when the weird headed things pop out and all the. You know. I love how when the Paul Bunyan like moves his arms, it like cracks <laughs> the plaster. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. He's so badass. <laughs> and I'm, gl- I'm so laugh. glad they did something with that because it's so odd that that statue. <laughs> every time you see it, it's like, uh, what's going on with this statue? I was gonna cry if that statue didn't come alive. I remember reading the yeah. book, going, "What would a." plastic Paul Bunyan statue look like now we know did did it come alive in the book yeah okay good, good. I don't think it has like a harpoon like that it's no, it has an, an axe. axe yeah yeah Paul Bunyan has an axe I, yeah I don't know why it had that harpoon thing I guess they were like yeah you know it's not in the budget we don't have enough materials fuck it just make it a harpoon less <laughs> metal maybe they didn't have the rights well, for Paul Bunyan we, we got to the end of the axe and that's all the material we had we, we ran out of no, $70 just million. Pretend dollars. it's a spear. <laughs> we'll just digitally put it in later. Well, you know, Johnny, Two the weeks prop before release, the like, you remember when we said we were going to digitally put the uh, blade on the axe? We forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody else notice the really, really digital looking uh, blade on dude's knife when he like goes out the window and runs away to his car? The uh, who's the guy who was in the... You're talking about Harry, uh, Harry Bowers? Yeah, Harry Bowers. Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers, that's right. I keep wanting to call him Harry because my son's name is Henry, and I don't want to, yeah. Oh. Sick fucks. Anyway. Uh, Mark had his kid today. Well, Mark's wife had their kid today. Congratulations, Mark and his wife. Oh, what is that, number three? Yeah. What they name it? They haven't named it yet. Harry. Henry. No, fuck, no, what? No, not, 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 not now. No, no, what? No, it's, it's kind of creepy timing, you know? It's going to be like, well, hey, what movie was out around then? Oh, yeah, chapter two. Okay, yeah, you fucking psychopath. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to stay the fuck away from you. You think people do that when they meet you? They're like, okay, Brian, I want to find out all the crazy movies that came out the year you were born. Jared, I just looked up. When I met you, I was like, all right, Jared, okay, when was this guy born? Fucking 85? 84. 84. All right, okay, let me go through Jared's here. I was like, oh, okay, uh, this movie? All right, okay. 
He's okay. He's an all right guy. What movies came out in 84 that had a Jared in it? I remember this conversation. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really creeped out. And I'm going to drink the rest of this wine, and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Did I show you my butterfly collection? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Like My son's name really did come from a DVD cover. You're like spinning around the room, pointing like, "What are we gonna name him? What are we gonna name him? What are we gonna name him?" I we I'd gotten so frustrated because like um, my wife was just <laughs> refusing crow, crow. everything. She was just refusing everything, and she was determined. She wanted Fuller as his middle name, Fuller, which Brandon is Fuller. my grandfather's last name. I like it. And I was like, "Well, he's got to have a first name." So I just grabbed DVDs off the shelf and I started reading. Kevin, nope. Steven, nope. Brandon, which Brandon? Brandon Braga? Ralph. Brandon Ralph. Who's that? Superman Returns. Oh, Brandon Ralph. Okay, cool. I like that. Is it Ralph? Ralph. R-O-T-H. Ralph. 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 Brandon Ralph. Or it could be like, you know, Rolf. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking like Tim Ralph. Technically, he's named after Superman. (laughs) Nice. I like that. There you go, man. And then my sister's dog is named Henry Cavell. Okay, this is starting to get weird. We name all of our things after Superman actors. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All we got left is George. Fuck you. No, my uncle was George Reeves. <laughs> George Chris, Reeves. His name Benson. is Chris. <laughs> oh damn. We do have all the Supermans covered. That's crazy. Except the George. We need a George. And this dog's named Brando. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> get over here, Brando. Oh man. It's totally. If I get another dog, I'm totally naming it Brando. Hey, that's awesome dog name. Yeah, that is pretty. That's a good dog name, Boomer. You're now called Brando. <laughs> this is gonna sound terrible, like I'm body shaming and everything. I don't mean it this way, but I, I just picture like a dog with like a you know like a bigger neck like a fat line. dog, like, like, a, like a fat, fat dog, well, just a fat neck okay, line, like dog. a bulldog. He's yeah, like, I can say talk. fat dog because I'm a come on, Brando. Not maybe not like like a it's kind of breathing. Well, heavy. Sort of like, not like a fat dog, just something that you know, like a bulldog. It's got like yeah. the big neck. Like I tried to get my sister to name her dolls. Yeah. Yes. I tried to get her to name her um, English Bulldog Brando, but she wouldn't do it. Oh, it's a good name. That is a good name for a bulldog. All right, there you go, listeners. You can have that one for free. Yeah. Next year, there's going to be this huge spike in Brando dog names. <laughs> uh, what'd you guys think of this cast in It Chapter 2? It's great casting. I thought it was great. The only one that bothered me was Ben. He's too fine. Really? Man, I could see it in his eyes, man. Dude, I, he he, kinda, looked he just, looks just yeah. like him, he looked dude. Like a thin, I agree. I, yeah, I agree, but there was just something about just how model-esque Oh, when they pull looked. his shirt up and he's getting written on and his abs are all hanging out, like, and you're like, ooh, look at him. I was sitting there like, <laughs> well, you guys fuck you, man. <laughs> like, like, no human looks that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's CGI, model? honey. Look, look, look away. But as as a fat man. Looking at Ben, going, I'm going, damn, I don't see any stretch marks on this dude. Like, he's perfect. No loose skin. I, I could get there, or... man. I could, I could be Ben. Man. I could, I could get Beverly. I could lose weight and get Beverly, bro. Have you ever looked at, like, the fucking crazy-ass dietary requirements and, like, what those of actors do? What it takes do? to get Beverly? Yeah, man. <laughs> no, to get those fucking abs <laughs> like that. Like, they dehydrate themselves oh, for, like, my, so long. My, my cousin, my cousin Josh, was, uh, was, uh, Mr. <laughs> story Mr. already sounds, <clears throat> like, legit. was Mr. Arkansas, 2019. Oh, And he had shit. He had to de- dehydrate his ass to get that, like, cut. I know Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar was... That was a legit story. Yeah, it right. was a legit story. You started it with like a... Yeah, because he's from Arkansas. 
<laughs> I know he was talking about when they, they would weigh Don't in for UFC, you had to weigh under like uh, like two seventy. But he so to get there, he would dehydrate for two days, lose twenty pounds, weigh in at two sixty five, and then and start then rehydrate. Yeah, rehydrate but he'd be the, like back up match. to like two eighty. Yeah, that's crazy. How, how just because you what, what, it doesn't matter what you know, as long as you hit the weight. Then you can start like loading up right before the match. Be like, all right, bitch, oh. Oh, it's time to lubricate. <laughs> was it James Young was over here that one time? He was talking about the Brock and how he was like eating like almost like every fifteen or twenty five minutes. They were bringing him out like some yeah. little small portion of food, yeah, man, of protein. And he was I'm like, man, that is crazy. Yeah, can you he, imagine? Po- he posts it on his Instagram like, and Sunday is like his eat anything day. He's like, I got this pizza, <laughs> man, and and the whole plate of brownies. <laughs> but yeah, during the week it's like strict protein, green veggies. That, yeah, that but that dude's lifestyle. got like if he's got like a six a.m. call time, he's at the gym at three a.m. working out. Then he goes to his his shoot. Then he works out. But when you know when he's down, he's just constantly. Yeah, lifting. I know a couple of people that know him, and they everybody said he's like the hardest working dude they've ever met. And he's I hear nothing but nice things about him. You know his quote though that I, that I stole. I love it. What's that? Work hard. Yes, man. No, no. Work hard to get there. Work hard to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Brian. That's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. Or just do what Steven Spielberg did and like just get a bunch of minions and build a vast empire. And Make this he worked happen. hard to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Then he worked smart to stay there. I'm just. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. I All like right. if you smell what the rocket's cooking better. <laughs> It's got more flavor. It does. Or I'm going to kick your Rudy Tube candy ass. That one was pretty good, too. I, I didn't want to talk about the beginning of this film. Mm-hmm. The movie starts off with a uh, a gay couple. They get beaten by um, some dairy Brutally rednecks. beating. Beaten. Yes. One of them gets eaten by a clown later. Mm-hmm. Very, very shortly later. And Twitter and some critics have really lost their fucking mind over this goddamn scene. Yes. Saying it's it's ridiculously brutal and over the top, and man, I just I don't see it. I mean, it's it's a beating, it's a graphic beating. I don't want to say it's not, but it's a beating, right? It's because it has an emotional tie to some people, and they get triggered. I have but a here's theory, the deal. Though, but I want to hear what you guys have. Well, to I'm just saying, it's just that's the easy thing to get triggered on right now. It's like, oh my god, there's a gay bashing. And yeah, people get gay bashed, and, and that's terrible. But you know, people also get murdered and killed, and, and, and there's like race things that happen and all that. So just because those things happen and it can affect somebody personally, does that mean that we can't use it? We can't put that up there anymore? It's like people saying, oh, you can't say that. Why the fuck can't I say that? I'm going to say it. Because that, the whole point of that scene was to make you uncomfortable. It's to show the degradation of society and all that. Like, you just. It was there for a reason. They say that it doesn't come back, but does, doesn't one of the, the gay characters who got killed, don't they come back later? Did, did, no, not the. It wasn't him. The little girl. Uh, one of the gay guys gives. Um, he wins a prize and he gives some little girl that's got a, a birthmark on her face. Yeah, gives her the teddy Which and she. Comes I thought back. was a, a nice little addition to the because in the book he comes across very kind of in your face, but in the movie, like they did it where he's just a nice dude. Yeah. I mean, um, it's pretty obvious, like, who you're I'm supposed prob- to root for in the scene. Right. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but, like, by no means is the is the gay couple pictured as, like, the bad guys. No. Oh, no, no not, not at all. all. No. Um, yeah. You can definitely tell the thugs are the bad guys. Like, yeah. You, 
I'm gonna. I, One I, of them has I'm herpes probably, on his face. Yeah, they're, they're, they're totally evil. You know, you know, shitty. I mean, people. they're the incarnate of hate, right? You know, like intolerance. What what it feeds on, and exp- I'm pulling a little bit from the book too, but. One of the things it feeds on in dairy is that because the people live there, they they kind of feed off the hate themselves. So they're more hateful. I think there's a little bit of a backlash from it. I'm probably going to steal your thought here. Um, Go ahead. I think if it had been a hetero couple and the girl got beat to sh- death like that, you wouldn't hear anything because we're used to it. You right. see it. But... I don't remember a scene in a horror movie, mainstream like horror movie, where just a normal, everyday gay couple gets treated like that. I think and that the touches movie, a nerve. And the movie isn't about how they got treated. Well, the biggest complaint is like, the, we, we went through this really terrible thing and it had nothing to do with the story. It was just blatantly in there just so they could kill well, gay people. Well, that's bullshit. It has yeah, to do with the story. I know, right? You know, it's like we've seen kids, mis- we've seen uh, incestual uh, uh, child molestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen nobody, racist in the movies. Nobody's I, this complaining This is just about... another version of that. Right. Right. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't understand Not that. Not to mention the but... entire movie is about a child murderer. <laughs> he eats children, but I do think he it, bit that little girl in the face, y'all. <laughs> swallowed like her face. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> well, he had to get that nasty birthmark. <laughs> Freak. He's, like, he's like, let me take care of that for you. I'll blow it away. He was trying to help in her the out. Back of my throat. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, let me gnaw that thing off. I lied. I can't blow it off, but I might be able to chew it off. <laughs> I, I that do, was a good scene. That, that was, was that was very scene. like. That's not touching. from the book, right? No, that was no, that was, no that's, that's added. added. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I, th- I think the gay community seeing that is, <clears throat> it's the first time they ever have seen it. You've never seen happy gay couple and and thrown into like just. I mean, this well, happens all the time in horror movies with heterosexual couples where they're just they're just the bait, right? right. And this is what happens in this movie. And it, it, it kind of is shocking because usually if you see a gay person in a movie, there's just one. Right. It's just that one person or like the one black guy. Right. And we all have the joke of like, oh, he's the black guy. black guy. He's going to die first. Right. Put him in a red shirt. <laughs> it's the same thing with a, like a gay person almost in horror movies. And when you have a couple and you're seeing them presented in an extremely positive light, I think it does touch a nerve with some people. It just it's like. And I think as, as moviegoers, now I'm not just saying, you know, LGBT community in a whole but just as moviegoers i think we're used to when we see an intolerant crime like that we're used to the movie becoming about that right that's very true and you know the narrative playing out that describing how evil these people are but this is like you said this is just bait this is yeah they're there to show you that pennywise is back and these people in this town have there's some evil people that live here yeah and we need to let what's his name ben to call him up not ben uh mike mike yeah, old spice who guy. Who survives? Old spice guy. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? No, he sur- doesn't. He survive in the book? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Stephen King breaking all kinds of molds. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. That's right. And he even wore a red shirt. <laughs> Whoa! Now you're blowing my mind. That's too much for me to handle right now. <laughs> oh my nerdism, an explosion. But yeah, I don't know, man. I think people should uh, should chill out on that opening scene. It's it's horrible. It's supposed to be yeah, it's, horrifying. It's supposed to challenge you. 
you're, you know, you're supposed to be freaked out. You know that feeling that these people are feeling like, oh my god, it ruined the first hour of the movie for me. This is insane. When people used to see, imagine uh, how people that's felt. That's kind of how you're supposed to feel. Right. In a imagine, I was about to say, yeah. imagine what people were saying about watching The Exorcist for the first time, where it like, attacked them completely down to their core, and to their beliefs. You know, It like scared the shit out of people. You know? So, yeah, Church it's, attendance it's, went up then. It's supposed to do that. I know we're all like very desensitized and everything. And it's, you know, it's, it's not easy to shock us, but things are still out there. It's okay. It's only, keep telling yourself, it's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Suspiria. <laughs> no, that was the last house on the left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, what was Suspiria? What was it was that? just like, Suspiria. Don't. It was something and like. If this is too politically incorrect. You can oh, yeah, that's just out, keep but... telling yourself it's only a movie. It's in, that, it's in that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And last house on the left. It's on last, yeah, yeah. They stole from each other. Um. Why can't filmmakers use a gay couple just as characters? Just like they would treat anybody else. I don't know. That's the whole idea of, like, you know, equality, right? Yeah, isn't that tolerance and equality? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So then why is the uproar that you can't do that? Well, it's not that. It's it's because that they were killed because they were gay. Because it was a gay bashing. It wasn't just like it was a random killing. Okay, Ben has Henry's name carved in his stomach because he's fat. Were fat people going? This was just too traumatizing. They are there. There is a backlash for this this uh, it chapter two saying that is really fat shamey. There's a lot of fat jokes going on, but what? Really? about how uh, Eddie like married uh, like uh, you know a fat girl just like his mama. She's fat. Fat, 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 fat. I did like, all this fat, fat, fat. I did like uh, Ben's locker where it had like tits and fat so on yeah. it. And something else like uh, something McGee. And as a man, fat man, I, I, I grew. I, up, I didn't really care. I grew up Ben. Yeah, totally. and I didn't become Ben as an adult. Me, I wish I did though. Damn. I was um, a fat little kid. I watch movies all the time. What, 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 what you gonna do? Yeah, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, that's yeah, that's what fat kids go through. Yeah, they don't get Beverly's. They don't. Although I, I, I found out recently that we could. How? Tell me how, Jeremy. I'll explain on break. Is my Beverly out there? <laughs> if you're my Beverly, you can reach me at themoviecrewpod at gmail.com. You know, Vincent, this is probably like the one time everyone's like, no, 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 no I actually kind of want to hear that. I want to hear that, guys. That's, that's the one thing I do want to hear. I saw a poll the other day on, on Facebook. Yeah. A, guy, um, a guy posted a thing. Which body type do you girls honestly really like? And they all went for the chubby guy. Really? The, all except for like three girls. This must have been like some social experiment where people were watching him or something, man. What? And they, were, and they were talking like, they were like, nah, I don't like a guy that's like super muscular. I like more cushion for the pushing. <laughs> <laughs> I like a man who's like a teddy bear. I lay my head on his belly and it's like a pillow. I need a girl and One like girl that. was like, I like it when I know I can feed him. Girl, one girl was me. talking about, like, comfort of just, you know, like, laying in bed. Damn, dude. That, dude, they, I'm they like a heating blanket. What, I like radiating One girl heat. tripped me out. Like, her purpose was... Was this the grandma was, edition or something? <laughs> <laughs> fucking single granny? I'm looking for a man I can one, settle down with. <laughs> I want to feed him and... No, they were like 30, 40-year-old girl, women. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, it was, it was interesting. And one girl put in the, the gut is like a... Extra clit stimulator. Amen, brother. You don't know what we're talking about, Brian. I don't. 
I'll tell you inside. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> all right. And on that note, guys, <laughs> we are going to take a break. But yeah, we're they were play. all talking about dad bod. Is mm. Oh, man. Harry dad bod. HarryDadBod.com. This is the trailer for it, Chapter 2. <laughs> dad bods. Something happens to you when you leave this town. The farther away, the hazier it all gets. But me, I never left. I remember all of it. That was a trailer for It Chapter 2. They love blowing their load in a trailer, don't they, these days? What do you mean, blowing their load in a trailer? They show all the good parts. Did they show all the good parts? They didn't show all the good parts. There's some good parts they showed. They showed clips of it, but I saw that trailer before going in, and it didn't ruin a single scene in that movie. The only thing it does is that first trailer with, oh, with uh, the, the whole. Oh yeah, the that first one was the whole scene yeah. of the lady. Yeah, yeah, and the and her and Beverly's old apartment and everything. That's yeah. probably one of the best scenes in the movie. And still, there was a, there was a couple of little scene. moments in that that wasn't completely spoiled. Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was some extra parts in that scene. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely at the end. Yeah. Oh, but she comes out and she's all gigantic. <laughs> Those little teeth that are still talking on her yeah, neck. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Ugh. I thought the monsters were uh, a lot goofier and crazier in this yeah. one. Because they all have the googly eyes. <laughs> well, it wasn't just the googly eyes. I mean, like, this one felt much more heads. like a like modern-day classic, I don't want to say universal horror, but... I, yeah, I got what you're saying. You, you see you know, that classic feel with the you know the orchestral score and... Monsters are monsters. Yeah, they're kind of goofy, but I don't know. They're kind of still 
Well, they're huge. There's a lot of huge shit in this movie. Like anything that comes out, it's like massive. You're like, oh my god, it's it's like overbearingly huge and scary. Adults this time. Yeah. Well, this time they're really big. <laughs> like the monsters are fucking huge. I wonder if they did do that just because they were adults. It like makes used sense. to make a like a do a size per you know perspective, make them feel smaller in the frame. I never thought about that, Jeremy. You just kind of open that up in my brain. Yeah, I, that makes sense, especially from the from the big cinematography people, and framing. Yeah, yeah. You guys, I didn't like the cinematography as much uh, in this movie as uh, as in Chapter One. It's a different cinematographer. I don't. I'm gonna probably butcher this, but Checo Varsi. Sounds good to me. It didn't look bad. It just didn't have the flavor. Yeah, it didn't have that kind of classic feel the first one did. Yeah. Like what, the, what happened? Whenever they changed. Jung Chung or whatever. Yeah. The DP, that uh, Chinese guy. He went on, I think, to shoot something else that was really big. It's either out or coming out this wow. year. Um, but yeah, I don't know why he didn't come back for the second part. You see, It seems like you'd, you'd like want continuity. to. Yeah. But... I don't know. Maybe he was tired of the series. He's like, I, don't, I already He's did like, hard. I can't go through that again. <laughs> <laughs> he starts seeing clowns and shit. <laughs> I said everything visually I need to say with clowns. Yes. It is done. You know, one section I really liked that um, I've heard nobody talk about that I thought was just really impactful with the cinematography, the score, and the editing. Just so simple little shots with Stan's suicide when he's in the bathtub. Yeah. And he sees uh, Bill, like the close-up of Bill when he's uh, at the very end of It Chapter 1 when they're out in the field. And he sees him, and they're getting ready to cut their hands. And instead of cutting his wrist, he makes the, the, the blood pack, and he takes the piece of glass. And, and that's cuts so his- gnarly when he cuts, too. It's, it's like he uses the jagged edge. <laughs> it goes into the deep part of the hand, like deep. Oh, Wasn't that in the first one? Oh, no. They didn't show it like that. N- uh, the cut may have been. But I, I liked using that flashback for his suicide. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was just such a simple, great way to convey that, like, in and out with, like, five or six shots. And I like and that they didn't really show it when it cuts back, and it's just like you see the blood blooming in the water, just kind of in the bottom of the frame. Yeah. Very nice. And he's, like, laying in that kind of yeah, weird that position. that really awkward position. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. I thought that was just, good. yeah, good filmmaking. A lot better than the scream in the, uh, in the series, the miniseries. When the wife finds him. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Bad. Yeah. It was 90s TV. What are you It was TV do? screaming. <laughs> I do miss the it on the wall. Yeah. Well, wasn't that in the book? Isn't Don't they write, like, it? It's on the cover of the, of the fucking book, or, like, a cover of something I've seen. It, is it? Yeah, I've seen a cover or a painting of that. Or Isn't that actually, like, written out in the yeah. book, like, in that part? Like, they yeah. write it out like he He, he draws it out it? like he wanted it to look. Oh, that's cool. It. What do you guys think about Stanley's uh, character with his letter at the end? I didn't like the letter. I thought they were tr- definitely trying to uh, like channel some Christopher Nolan Dark Knight monologue wrap-up vibes there. I mean, if you need a monologue wrap-up, either give it to Mike or Bill. Yes, Mike would have been... Yes, that would have been great. Like, just... Yes. Had him, like, closing off his notebooks and... Well, yeah, he, opened, he opens the movie. His VO opens the movie, and he even comes in a couple times and... It, that's true. They should have done that. That would have been better. They were just trying to add a layer to his character, you know, that it was his plan all along, you know. He's going to tie him down, so I, gotta, I had to kill myself to, you know, take my See, piece I think off that's lame. Is that in the, not in the book? No, he's just too scared to come back. Yeah, he's a chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the weight of, kind of the weight of coming back is 
it's so it's so scary that Stan would rather die. And they make a they make a couple comments like he had such an orderly mind that he might have remembered more before they did. Like as soon as he talked to Mike, but you still get the sense that he is just so scared he he couldn't handle it. Right. What did you guys think of the uh the Mike character lying? I didn't like that either. To the losers club. Not once, but twice. Lies to get him there. And then lies about this ritual of chud. Because it, it... Chewed. Chewed. Chud. They say chewed. No, come on. It's cannibalistic yeah. humanoid underground dwellers. Friends don't lie. <laughs> it, oh, I, yeah, I didn't like it because it, it, it's an easy fix. If you, if you feel like you have to have the... It didn't work for the Indians, then just have him not mention it. Or just tell him straight up. Yeah, it didn't work for them, but they didn't believe. We believed. Oh, that's what he. That's what he does do. He, but he doesn't he, have to lie. Right. Like he could just yeah. tell him before he goes down. Like this didn't work, but we can. We can believe stronger. I don't know. There is something I don't like about it. I don't know what it is though, because I understand why he lies the second time. Because when he gets them down there, they all want to. Everybody wants to leave right away. Once they start remembering, like, oh, yeah, fucking Pennywise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. That's what any smart person would do. Let's right. leave right away. Now, and, I did like that. So I understand Bev why has, he's lying again. Has nightmares. Like, if we leave, we're going to die anyway. Like, I thought that was a good little. Yeah, to make him stay. Make him stay thing. Although, then, then again, though, the, and the original reason they stay is the bond between the friends that starts coming back. And then and also, like, uh, then Henry Bauer also show up at one point. Yeah, he shows some, up. Attacks one of them. That also makes him, one of them stay. Um, he attacks Eddie. Which, that, that does happen in the movie. Yeah. And that, that was a great laugh moment, man. I thought that was... <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, when uh, Henry Bowers comes in to, like, uh, stab Eddie, and he just comes up right behind him and stabs him in, in, the, the, cheek. in the cheek. Oh, my God, yeah. And when he's talking, I love that you can still see the blade, see the blade in, in his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome, dude. That was so good. That was so well thought out. Oh, man. I loved my it. face hurt. And, see, in the book, he also attacks Mike and puts Mike in the hospital. So they yeah. have to go down without Mike. And then there's the moment in the book where Mike's at the... He's in the hospital, and it sort of possesses this nurse, and she's about to just give him an overdose of morphine. Well, I like that they keep, they keep Mike yeah, all uh, the way till the end. Because like they, that. they fucked just, his character so la- so much in the last movie. Like I was glad they gave him something to actually I just, do. I right. just didn't like that he would lie. I didn't think he needed to lie to him. Yeah. What'd y'all think about... I'm, there's I'm another way to make him small... By becoming a bully, <laughs> where they have to like flip it around, where they're all like, you know, you I suck. I, I, I you, th- you're terrible. You suck. No, I'm eater of worlds. <laughs> I eat worlds. Damn it, it is hilarious you ain't when, but he's, a bitch. when he's all like, <laughs> I eat worlds. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, man. It reminded again me. a lot of the effects in this movie remind me of Nightmare on Elm Street, and that was like one of the big ones. That felt like a. Just the way his face collapses. Yeah. Not so much when he, like, uh, blows up at Turns the end. Turns into ashes and all that, yeah. Yeah, or even, like, disintegrates at the end. But when he's, like, small and he's talking, that, that feels like that's makeup. I don't know if it is or not, but it feels yeah. like it is. It does it feel feels like right. a puppet. Yeah. It yeah. feels good. And it was a fitting end for fucking this dickhead fucking child-eating clown. <laughs> I mean, I loved all the... I loved the whole... All the stuff at the end. Yeah. Like the sets, 
with that cave, I thought all oh, that shit was so impressive. And the deadlights, I thought that was brilliantly realized, man. Yeah. That was so fucking awesome. They're, they're like these... I don't know. Glowing like, orbs. Yeah, was it like two or three? There were three. It was three? There's always three. <laughs> Rotating. That's right, man. Staring into my Third soul. Third charm. Yes. That was awesome. It, it came down from that giant cavern, and like the the top of it was like judged. I la- love laced the shot teeth. when light. It so almost cool. looks like the deadlights are projecting. Oh, him out! Like that was a great shot. That was cool, and it was a neat visualization for like how like these deadlights manifest. It. Yeah. Exactly. This alien. Yeah, I was wondering how they were going to pull off the ending. Because in the book, you've got the ritual of Chud, which is, you know, it basically is who's got the bigger imagination. And Bill, when he's a kid, beats it. But when he's an adult, he needs Richie's help to beat it. And then once he beats it in the imagination world, they're able to kind of trap the physical body and just kill it. I was wondering how they were going to pull that off. I miss the, th- I miss the spider, though. You didn't, you didn't like the giant clown spider? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it at all. You know, I can uh, see why they did it. Yeah, you need a face. You want something to talk to, right? You need something to ta- to taunt. Right. Um, and if you did it to a spider, it would. After having the clown, it just, just kind of looks like the end of uh, the fly, where it's like <laughs> just that thing looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> or like, it, like it ends up looking like Lord of the Rings or something. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, just, yeah. There's no, yeah. The, the the face is better. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if they were gonna have like. You know, go into like the imagination world, and they're doing their taunt battle there. But in the real world, you're fighting the giant spider. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought they were gonna do, but they didn't. I don't know the big Pennywise head with the, I guess I don't know what they are spider crab legs with tentacles. Yeah, insect legs. It's kind of like a sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell they are. Stabby, stabby you insect think of the legs. Fairy tale door. On top of the... Oh, I thought that was cool. I didn't, that was really cool. I didn't understand what the symbol was, though. I wish they explained that. I know in the book, they get into a cavern, and there's a little square door that's got symbols. And for each person, the symbols change. So it's like your fear in some language. Oh. Hmm. But in oh, this, yeah, I wish they, they, explained they made that. it into the floor. I thought that was cool, though. And, and it explains how he hops up in the movie. In the first one? What do you mean? He comes up out of that... When they're down in the, the first room they come to, that's got, like, the little stage area, and there's a scene where Bevy's, like, floating up here, and he hops up and lands in front of him. <laughs> and one of All us right. even commented on, like, it looks like he come up out of a trap door, because he did come up out of a trap door. Damn, look at that. Boom. That's foreshadowing right there. I'm telling you, man, this director, he went back and, and watched what he, he did in that first movie. Otherwise, he was like, he was laying down like soft little hints. Now, the first time they go swimming in the quarry, they all get in their underwear. But when Jessica Chastain's here, they don't get in their underwear. What the fuck's up with that, man? Like you said, they probably only paid her the $5 million yeah. plus the back ends, you know. It's like, look, I'm not going down to my underwear. But I'll kiss a guy underwater for five minutes. I'd kiss that guy, I'd be like, too. I'd be like, I'd be like I want to stay down so bad, but I got to breathe. <laughs> I went home last night and kissed my wife just to see if I could do it without breathing. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? Stop being weird. Go to sleep. I saw this movie. They were kissing underwater. Breath. It's awesome. Let's do it. It's romantic. You think they were really underwater? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because they were like looking right at each other. Perfect. Yeah, it, it didn't look like it was dry for wet. Which is badass. Dry for wet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how they shot all the Lord of the Rings, all the underwater uh, stuff in Lord of the Rings. If you look at that stuff, it looks like really slow-mo and kind of... Dreamy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, dreamy. Weird. Different. It, this reminded me of that, but if you say so. I don't know. It kind of... I don't it know. Looked like, it looked real if, to me. If it was uh, dry for wet, it was like fucking... Really well done. Yeah, really well done. Five million dollars at least on that. Because I remember like seeing like the little uh, the bubbles. Yeah, the bubbles yeah. all around Jessica Chastain's face, all around her nose and everything. If they added that in post, that is fucking impressive. Like seriously impressive. Hats off to them. Because that is well, we uh, have come a long way since Lord of the Rings. Have we? Have we really? We should have. Hey, the pumpkin at the beginning of Hall- Halloween. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's true. Look at that. Yeah. That old, when sometimes that new one come out? Uh, 2020. Oh. oh. Halloween kills. I had it this year. And then Halloween ends. Oh, there's two. Yeah, there's two more. Yeah. Come out the same year? No. no. Uh, it's 2020 and then 2021. Back-to-back Halloween films. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yep. Yep. All the way through. Michael Myers? Yep. Yep. No witches? So no it's witches. kind of fucked up that you know there's a third one because... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess she's going to survive and... He's not going to die. Well, I, I the hope they, they, if they're going to do two back to back, I hope it's going to be like, you know, back to the future or like, you know, all the other ones where it's left on a cliffhanger. Right. You know, hopefully. Right. I hope so. They, like, know, they know, know what they're doing. Like Last Jedi. When, when it ends and you're going, <laughs> wait, I don't really care how this ends. <laughs> I mean, you're, I can't wait to see how this ends. Sorry. <laughs> I got honest there for a second. Yeah. Oh, come on. I liked Last Jedi. I did. I loved Last Jedi. It was good. I just didn't like the way it ended. All right. Okay. All right. All right. But I do love the movie. I just, I think it. Sh- I, I, I think it needed. We need to see Ray defeated for the stakes to be amped a little bit. You know, that would probably happen in a non woke world, but we live in a woke world. So yeah, it's like think about how badass it would have been if not to la- get PC on it, but the last it shot of, of Last Jedi had been like Luke does his thing, so he's gone. She doesn't ever show up to save them. They get out somehow. And the last time you see her, you don't know if she's joined the dark side or not. Like, she's still on that ship. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's just looking out a window. She's like, fuck. Or on the ship with Kylo. Or, like, when they were sword fighting, if he'd have got the upper hand and he'd have had her her down and then they cut the ship in half and that's like, gave her a way to escape. He, like, cuts her hand off. Then it cuts away. That would have been like, great, she's too. She's, like, freaking out, and he's, like, just ripping her hand off. But instead, she beat him again. Like, I don't know why he's even trying. He needs to hire somebody to go kill her. Maybe that's, that's why, why Palpatine's coming yeah. in. He's like, he's I'm like, going to get look. Palpatine after her. He's like, he's like, he's, like she's unbeatable. Power. Like, the first time she picked up a lightsaber, dude, she whipped my butt. <laughs> he, like, prays to Emperor Palpatine's, like, ghost. He's, like, force ghost, and he, like, shows up. And Palpatine's like, I'm not fighting her. No, no, he, he jumps into Kylo's body. He, like, embodies him that way. That's what's going to happen. Brian. You know that's what's going to happen. I hope that's not what I happens. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea of bringing back Palpatine, but, uh. He's on the poster, bro. Keep I know. It simple. I know. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's anyway. better than bringing back the Death Star. Like bringing that back to. <laughs> oh my God. The 12th Death Star. Come on, you saw the trailer. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Uh, let, let's talk about some other things they uh, they did leave out of the uh, this uh, this adaptation here. It is no longer pregnant in this version. Nope. That, that was kind of a, a Debbie Downer for me. I would I would like to see you some eggs smashing, smashing some baby baby it's yeah i don't know like something like that yeah sure like they could have little little clown heads with some squids <laughs> or something running around and they also cut out uh they cut out bill's wife and bev's husband coming after her they did you know what bill's wife i'm okay with bev's husband they didn't do that in the miniseries and i think that would have been a nice foil to give them something else, give them not only another reason to stay, but give them something else to overcome. Just something, man. Like I, I need more time. I guess that's that's that's, that's what I, I'm getting at. I need more time with the fucking adults. I, yeah, I think I think I may have told you this earlier. Um, just kind of in hindsight, watching the movie, it it feels like you could have cut out a lot of the phone call stuff and just showed like Stan's call, Bill, Bill's call. And then you get that the rest of them were called. And then use that time to, like, set up... Or if you're going to show Bev's husband, have him come after her. And then that be another thing that they have to overcome. Or if you're going to introduce Bill's wife, have her get captured by it and be catatonic. Like, that's screen time that's just for nothing. Yeah, you want to talk about, yeah, screen time for nothing, for no fucking reason at all, is uh, Be- as Bev's hus- husband. Yeah. That is a, that's totally fucking just, there, there's no need for that. Like, two minutes later, after that we know he's an abusive asshole, she's laying the ring down and that the problem's solved. You know, like, if he's not coming back, like, why the fuck was that in there? Like, <laughs> that should have been totally fucking cut out. Everyone's complaining about the, the gay couple in the beginning. No, you, that, that, that has a reason to be in there. That's with Derry. Yeah, what about the dude beating the crap out of Beth? Yeah, like that guy's got no point to the story at all. Like fucking no point. He's he's there just to show you, like, hey, this chick married another guy like her husband. I mean, but I then think, she's going to get rid of him. I think most people who's who who are fans would have gotten the idea if they all just showed up at the Chinese restaurant. Okay, he's called them all, and people that aren't fans that don't know that they all get six phone calls. <laughs> Would have figured out, okay, Mike called them all when they're like, okay, Mike, you called us here. I don't even, like, I think you could have gotten around that 15 minutes of screen time. Yeah. I mean, because the only person that I feel anything from when, they, when they're getting their phone calls is Bill. Yeah. I, f- I kind of feel sorry for Bill. And also, at the end of the movie, is Bill with his wife? Or is he divorced? He's just in his office writing his new book. He's in his house. Like yeah. then, like he, the movie st- the opens, and he's on his trailer, right? And he's, he's yeah. writing, and, it, and he, there's this great scene with uh, who was the the really fucking famous director that did the Last Picture Show, uh, Peter uh, Brandanovich. He's uh, <laughs> he comes down, and he's actually the director, and they have this great argument about your in suck, just kind of like how everyone talks about Stephen King, your in suck. Yeah. So it's a little. I loved little it. Joke I loved there. that they even had Stephen King go. Nah, your ending suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they even had uh, him playing on that, but uh, it's just—it seems like his his wife is is played as kind of a bitch, Dude, and then it's it's the Stand by Me ending. He's in that room, finishing his little, <laughs> starting a story. You know, it is. But you, you would think like, I don't know it, if I was directing this or if this I was the screenwriter, I would put like you know his wife would come in or at least like 
when he goes look out the window, maybe his wife pulls up to let him, but let us know that we're still married. Because after that kiss he has with Bev in this yeah, movie, yeah, like did this because yeah, in, in the original miniseries and in the book, like she shows up in town trying to find out what's going on because she cares about her husband. Right. It captures her. She goes catatonic. Oh, that's right. I and remember. then the whole From reason he gets yeah. he gets the bike back is he puts her on it and that's right acts like a kid again and right. it wakes yeah. her up she's like wee and there's that like sweet moment of bill's moving on with his life with his wife while bev's moving with ben yeah the ending was just i don't know it just kind of felt all right the horror is over let's get done with this <laughs> what do you mean stephen kingy like oh. just shitty yeah <laughs> like they were constantly saying in the movie <laughs> I like the ending of it. I I, I do too, and uh, you know what? I do give him credit for doing the, for going a little ballsy with this film. I, I yeah, I just can't think of any other big budget horror slash sci fi movies that are just this out there. It's kind of it's kind of special, you know, in terms of like something that's big budget. They even tried to work in it came from somewhere else. Oh no, man! They they totally they showed show it. it. Did, yeah. yeah, came in on an asteroid or whatever. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that too. The animation style there, where they they, they kind of looked like uh, little origami uh, creatures, but they were kind of made out of metal or something. I don't know. That was weird, but I really liked how that yeah. was animated. Thought that was cool. I also was like wondering, like, what's up with that one shitty side of that vase? And then they explained that later that like, um, but uh, fucking uh, Mike Mike went through and carved it out. Mike the liar. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, he he does lie twice to the Losers Club in this. Friends don't lie. <laughs> oh, I mean, there were some so things they added to. Like, I like the, the go around and get your artifacts. I thought that was a good little addition. I like that. It did seem kind of weird with the, uh, when they were collecting uh, Stan's artifact that the clubhouse just kind of appeared out of nowhere and it's like that should have been referenced in yeah in the last one right yeah, yeah. Right. Totally. yeah I mean there's some really cool scenes that were in like it was used in the book they could have I wonder why they didn't do that another set they had to build I wonder if there's a whole like six hour cut of this coming for Blu-ray there is supposed supposed to be a gigantic cut with all the deleted scenes and everything throwing the two movies together yeah they're gonna do something that would be amazing Maybe they'll release it in theater or just on Blu-ray. I think they're just going to do it for the home video market. But that's what uh, the director was saying on, uh, I forget what the, I think it was some variety podcast I was listening to, I think the big ticket, um, where he was saying that. But they don't know for sure because I think they're going to wait and see how the box office does for it, Chapter 2. It's going to do okay. And if it makes $300 million, I'm sure we'll go get some gigantic, like, what, six fucking seven hour cut of these two it, movies chapter three <laughs> it wasn't Ultimate really edition. done <laughs> they're already talking about it chapter three what yeah they're, they're talking about doing like either like a prequel or maybe like something later what i've heard is mostly prequel stuff so i don't know i don't think the director or any of the cast members are gonna come back but bill skarsgård did say I'll do it again. <laughs> What'd y'all think of the scene time. where he was putting on his makeup? 
Oh, that was, oh, that was awesome. Wasn't that great when he like scratched down his face yeah. to make the red? His nose is all running and crazy. I wish they didn't give that away in the trailer, though. I know. That's what I was saying. They blew their load in the trailer. They ended that trailer with that. They did that way. Yeah, I was like, they, they should have done that. They should. They should have like digitally yes. removed the blood. Yeah, from that. man. He, it just, that's such a cool moment. I yeah, love the line when he's under the under the bleachers and he's talking to the kid with the birthmark, and he's like, "Nobody wants to play with clowns anymore." Like he showed up in a world where clowns aren't fun. And he's like, "I like this form." <laughs> <laughs> I like that music, man. When she sees that firefly, and she just like, start, oh yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it goes into Disney yeah. World, man. It's so beautiful, and those hands just come out, grab it. Oh, it's so awesome. Dude, what what was the scene in the movie where the where the he reach, reaches out and grabs somebody, but then all these different hands start coming out and oh, like, when Bill's yeah, reaching down so after bad the boat. Oh no, he does it several times. There's even a moment where like he, he's in him in his final form and he's getting ready to like uh, like stab Mike with this big hook and to get the hook out, like he's got a hand and then all these little hands oh, these, come out. All these little out, hands, yeah. Get this big spike out. And it, it's just everywhere. Or they even showed like when the, when the, uh, the the long tentacles came out, they all, they hit the ground, and they, at the very end of the the little hands. It's like, <laughs> so weird. And there's that like a baby face on the end of the fly or whatever yeah. fucking bug that is that comes a out of the fortune cookie. That's crawling across the. Oh, dude, the eye with tentacles is fucking nasty. Shit. That's a play off the book. Oh, I don't, I don't no no sir, I don't do that. I think there's a, a dark tower reference in the movie too missed it what was it it's just uh there's a scene in dark tower three where a door opens this way and you fall like they're opening a door that's flat on the ground but the kid is this way so like the worlds are interconnecting so when the doors for bev and ben when she's in the bathroom and it's hard to explain well the geometry of that Her front is now her down, and yeah, his up is. Well, I guess his up is still up. Ben's up is still up, but her her forward is now right straight down below. So in the in the scene in the book, Roland's down is the kids to the right. Well, that's crazy. In the book, well, were the three doors in the book? You know, no, scary. No. That's a really good thing. So it's, I love it's the scary, Pomer- very scary, not scary, not scary at, at, all. at all. Yeah, I love the Pomeranian. <laughs> Hey, sit, sit. Oh, that is cute. <laughs> yeah, I heard a couple of people complain that it's not funny. Like, oh man, there was a lot of was, funny shit in this movie. Everybody at work that it, saw yeah. it was talking about how much how funny it was. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck are these critics watching. <laughs> like, what the fuck movie are you guys watching, man? Like, you you watch like a couple of people get fucking bashed in the beginning of the movie. You're like, oh my gosh, this movie is not humorous at all. What the fuck? No, you think people are just watching it with their political hats on, just so ready? Everybody's to be... waiting to get triggered. Do you, you think they're on the is? trigger finger? They're trigger. I'm getting a little drunk. They got their finger on the trigger and they're waiting to pull it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah man. Because I thought the movie was hilarious. I thought, it was, yeah, I didn't find anything offensive at all in the film, and yeah, like, I thought it was a great time. Richie's one-liners were priceless right on oh and there goes another example of like he's a gay character and he even gets called out uh by uh uh henry bowers in the movie theater when yeah. he wants to play uh, street fighter yeah but the like i said the biggest thing about that is because that you know his biggest shame is that he's gay 
That's that. So the movie's doing wrong. No, 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 no. That's not his big shame. His big shame is not that he's gay. His big shame is that he's not himself. Uh, when he goes out on stage, right? Because um, he's a stand-up comic, um, he can't remember his jokes. And the reason he can't remember his jokes is revealed later at the end of the uh, the fortune cookie oh, restaurant scene. Somebody writes them for him. Yeah, it's because somebody else writes his jokes. Because what was he? What was his joke? It's about like jacking off to his girlfriend on uh, or some other chick on Facebook. Yeah, which is something he wouldn't know anything about, right? <laughs> so he's just like, oh, yeah, this is all bullshit. Right. He's not true to himself. He's just a, a front man. He's just faking for everyone. And it, it's, it's a great scene too. Like when they're uh, they go back to that quarry and they're all like, just sitting there and uh, Bill Hader's. Um, I forget what it, what's his character's name. He's Richie. He drops his glasses, and everybody's looking for him. And before everyone goes and looks for him, and like he says something about like losing Eddie, or they say something about uh, they're bathing in dirty water, and Eddie wouldn't like that. And they're like, but he would make us laugh, and he starts crying, and they all go to hug him. And dude, that's a that's a fucking good moment, man. That's a powerful moment, and yeah. you still don't know the reveal at that moment. Well, I think you start to at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I guess it is kind of shitty how it kind of concludes, though. It's just like him writing their initials, or well, they, well, he, apparently he, he, he did that when he was a kid. He did that when he was yeah. a kid. Yeah, I, I guess he was like what remaking them or yeah, yeah just making reinforcing sure yeah, them. Yeah. Whatever. He renewed the vows. Yeah, my, my only problem, my only problem with making him have a crush on Eddie, like I don't like make him. I don't care if you make him gay or not, but. The whole point of that losers club thing is that they're supposed to have a bond closer than, like, the closest brotherly bond you can get. And making his bond to Eddie that, you can say it. Well, whatever. Like, yeah, they, they want to get busy with each other, but that's the same reason uh, Ben's in the group. He just wants to get busy with uh, Bev. He's like, hey, what's up, redhead? You hot. You wrote my yearbook. What up? That's my token. You're the only person who wrote in my book. You wrote Ben Marsh with two hearts. Ooh, it's Hello. love forever. I don't know. To me, that like that kind of shallows out a little of the because I mean, you know, in the book, like he's in the club. He's in the club because he he finds friends with Eddie and Richie, and yeah, he has a crush on Bev, but he likes her enough that he's like she likes Bill. You know what? I bet. The problem I have with it, and I bet the problem you're having with it right now, is the fact that it is not set up or foreshadowed at all whatsoever in Chapter 1. You know, if that had been set up that like those two were really tight in Chapter 1, I think it would have been okay. But it just kind of comes across like, you go back and watch Chapter 1 and... You don't see any of that. Yeah, you don't. It's just like a giant group there. It's not like those two are, are special or Richie is like... I and him. It's just an inconsistency between the two movies. Yeah. It's something they came up with afterwards. Yeah. It does. Yeah. If, any, if anything, if anything, it feels like Richie's closer with Stan. It does at certain points. Cause he's the first one to like, Hey, Stan's not here or no, wait, that was Ben. Wasn't it? That was Ben. I take that back. Music's good. Music's great. Crazy sound effects. Oh yeah, no sound work is yeah, always amazing. spectacular in these movies. Have nothing but wonderful things to say about those guys. Box. One last thing. I don't, okay, back to the Eddie Richie thing. Oh okay, you can't let it go. Some things you can't, man. Well, like I think it would be more powerful emotionally if Eddie never, like Richie never says anything nice to Eddie. 
He's always making fun of Eddie. He's always cutting jokes to Eddie. Well, you know, that's right, how bros so, act. Right. It's exactly how bros act. Right. So, like, when he starts crying, like, if you haven't already been told, you kind of assume it's because, man, I he was, like, I really love the guy. Like, he was my brother. And I never, like, I always just treated him like crap. And it loses that when it's like, no, I had a crush on him. Even though he was married to the fat lady. You don't <laughs> You mom. don't you don't lose it, it just changes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Micah said is losing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about any of that. I don't know. How'd you guys feel about the uh the way the love triangle was handled and wrapped up between Bill, Ben, and Bev? I think you could you could have completely left it out with Bill. And been just fine. Yeah. Really? I like that moment where they kissed. And they realized, like, oh, hey, wait a minute. This your mouth weird. tastes funny. Yeah, this is kind of weird. <laughs> I don't like kissing you. Did you brush your teeth today? <laughs> I can't be with you if you're not going to brush your teeth. I mean, the original story, like, when like they first show in. back in town, they all start taking on the attributes they had as a kid. Like, Eddie's the guy with the directions. Um, That's totally lost. Yeah, that's totally... Now he's insurance, or what is it? Um, uh, risk assessment risk or something assessment, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like insurance, yeah. Um, Bill takes on the leadership role, which Bev is like the joint that holds them together, and so, of course, she would be attracted to the leader. But that's kind of all missing in, in this one. So you could have easily had her remember having a crush on Bill, but Ben looks so much better now. <laughs> Ooh. That is true. Hot dad bod. <laughs> ben does look better than James McAvoy. I'm just saying. And looks. I don't know about acting. I, know. I just keep going back to their phone calls. Like the scene where he's doing the architecture over the Skype thing. I had no problem with that. What was your problem with that? That screen time we could have used for something else. Oh, <laughs> like, right, okay. Thinking back over the movie, did you went, man, that was a great scene when Ben was like doing this computer Skype over this building that we don't even know what it was. Yeah, I, yeah. If you took that out, well, no, it's it showing. Her, the death. It's showing that um, all of them did really well outside of the town. But if you're not going to do much with it, then why show it? You could, you could just yeah, say but they that. Don't, yeah, they don't do anything with that. You can well, have Mike say, "You guys all are successful. I stayed here and I'm broke." Like them being successful has has nothing to do with the story. Show it, don't say it. You know. Yeah, but, well, but yeah, but I mean, like, it so had seventy million dollars, guys. <laughs> what does that have to do with these characters being rich or successful? I'm just saying they they had the time to show it because oh, they had okay. the money to, to shoot it. Well, they should have taken that out and put in like uh, Bev's like husband. And, yeah, you know, I would have preferred Character that. Development. Yeah, you know, well, I would have I would have preferred Bill running down into the. I got to go save Audrey. Then I got to go save he he killed this kid. <laughs> I'm gonna go stop him from killing another one. It makes more sense if Bill finds out his wife is down there. Right. That's true. That's very true. Although I did like the the subplot with the kid. Yeah. That's living in his old house and everything. I thought that was great. That was some good humor, too, where he's like, you're hearing voices in the sewers. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. And he's like, no, 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 no. I hear his voices in my uh, that's bathtub. A good, that's a good scene in the book, too. Yeah, dude, that's great. And, like, the carnival's great. That's he, When he asked the kid in the book, he's like, you don't ever hear voices. He's like, no. 
And the kid starts to walk off, and then he's like, buddy of mine saw that shark from Jaws in the canal, but he's crazy. And then Bill's like, stay away from the canal. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm going to stay away from the canal. That's a, great, that's a great, quick, short way to connect those scenes, man, and get to that end. I, I was, though, like when they went to that house on Kneebolt Street, I was looking at my watch. I could not believe it's the end of this movie already. Just, I still, it fucking flew by, man. I, it, super fast. Read the rating here, guys. I think we are, Brian. <laughs> Jerry's giving me the look. Uh, <laughs> There's a look? You gotta learn the look. Oh, teach me to look. <laughs> it's wide-eyed. It's like this. It's, I'm, I'm just staring over my microphone going, do it. <laughs> All right, what's your, what's your rating? <clears throat> what's my rating? Hey, you were giving a look. Oh, man. You know, we never did ratings for It Chapter 1 either. Did you guys rewatch that? By any chance, we, we totally did. rated that. We did, weren't doing ratings then. I think I did that one with you guys, didn't I? Yeah, you did. We did ratings. Did we rate that? Mm-hmm. Oh. I instituted ratings on the very first episode that I was on with you guys. Uh, yep. I don't think that was until a little bit later, but because uh, no. I'm pretty sure I went back and listened to it, but I'll go back and listen to it again. Really? I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think you are. But I think we just talked about like our closing thoughts of what we thought about the book, the miniseries, because we were doing all three of those things at one time during that episode. So I don't think we did rating. On the way home, I'm going to listen. I got really drunk at the end of that episode. I will, will say that. <laughs> you can definitely hear it. Uh, ratings at chapter two. Everybody's looking at me. I'm going to give it an eight. Pretty goddamn good. That is really good. That's that's really good for yeah. Your naysaying I, here. You always think I'm being negative. I'm just pointing out things. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it went really well. Uh, I, I, th- I think that it moves really well, especially with how much stuff's going on. Um, I think the casting is really, really good. They did a really excellent job with that. I mean, it's, it's a the real, cast is really good. Yeah, the cast is really amazing. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it's very solid. It's it's fun. Um, yeah, man, it, it's a good companion piece. I'd like to see both of them cut together in one big movie. I'd like too. to see them intercut together. That's what I was just saying. Yes. No, he's he's saying intercut, like, like how the miniseries was. That's what I'm saying. Shuffle it. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying like cut together, like one and two. Back no, to no, back. I'm talking about like you know cut it up like the oh, like the, the novel. like in the book where like, yeah. sorry that the first amazing. time they're going into knee bolt, you're intercutting with the last time they're going into knee bolt. Wouldn't that be amazing? I don't know. Depends on how you could create I am the narrative structure. To sit down in a room with you guys and <laughs> premiere and uh, see Sodenberg cut some uh, fucking movies, though. I'm willing to do it, guys. I'm going to put the time in. If you can capture it, we we'll can try it. We can, can, we, can we pull the score out of it? and then? Uh... <laughs> no, man. The score is great. What no, are you I'm talking about? So, so, but it won't line up on, you know, when we try oh, to do something. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll fix it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We'll fix it in post because that's where we are, baby. <laughs> okay, cool. We're living in the post world. <laughs> all right, Benson. Let's see you. I'm going to go 7.5. Oh, all right. It's good, but it just doesn't feel as good as the first one. I can I can agree with that in the cinematography department, but there's some there's an emotional element that I'm just not feeling that I felt on the first one. Emotional or nostalgia? Could be either one. I think it's uh, both. Mm. Nostalgia is a is an and emotion. plus I think the first one was a little bit scarier. Yeah, yeah, because it was fresh. You done? I'm done. Oh, that's <laughs> it. I was waiting for more. Uh oh, guys, I'm gonna. I'm, uh oh, 
I actually like this a little bit more than chapter one. I know that's crazy. I know that's crazy. But hear me out. Okay, like, I'm going to give this a nine. I'm going to say it's a very solid nine. I really liked the adult actors that came in here. Okay? I know the source material. This is a shit show, guys, to adapt. I cannot believe they took everything from the fucking novel of It and they left all of the hard shit to this movie. Every fucking thing that fucking is sucks and is hard to do about this book was all left up for this film. <laughs> you had a point there. And they fucking did it. And they, you know what? They they did kind of play this line of like, well, you know, we're not going to get too crazy. We're going to kind of still keep it in the realm of possibility for, you know, mainstream audiences. And I dug it. I dug it because it did take balls. The fil- I think feel like the filmmakers wanted everybody to know that they were they doing something putting different. putting turtles in it. Well, <laughs> and I kept waiting <laughs> for the turtle to pop up at the end. There too. was a turtle in it. Well, I was waiting for a... a Floating space turtle in outer space. What? Fucking Gamera to show up. All right? That's what I was waiting for. But we never got that. We All we got was Lego and, you know, or the, there was that one in that. It was w- stuffed one in the, in the classroom. It was like a. Yeah. Was it a classroom? It was a classroom sitting on the teacher's desk. I, I just remember that dolly shot where I was going. Yeah. I even leaned the, over at that point and goes, are we going to see the turtle? <laughs> and, you know, that would have been great if we had gone like full Stephen King, like off the rails, fucking batshit crazy. That would have been amazing. It would have been great. I could have done. I could have dug it, guys. Everybody confused, leaving the alley. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck just happened?" We came in to see it, and we left thinking we may have seen 2001: A Space Odyssey. What the fuck just happened? Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I, it's crazy. Like the filmmakers let you know from the beginning, from that logo change with the deadlights. It's no no longer the red balloon with the Warner Brothers logo. You have the Warner Brothers logos with the deadlights from it. Uh, the title alone is in some si- kind of crazy f- psychedelic font. The lights are like, uh, like just flashing all around the word "it," and the, it's, the music is like, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. It's I love crazy. the shot of the bridge with all the balloons coming out. Oh yes, oh man, that's great. Just- I, I remember watching the trailer and the guy was going help, and he was seeing Pennywise up on the bank, and I'm like, yeah. ah, they're doing the Adrian Mellon scene. I was wondering how they were going to do it. It's really original, man. I give, I give these guys, all these film, everyone that works on this movie, every single filmmaker, high marks. You guys did a good job. Very original. I forgot to bring up that uh, I think it's really crazy how they're doing this stables, stabilization thing on Pennywise's head, where they keep him kind of like in one spot, his head and his body moves around it. But you can see it wiggle a little bit on their tracking. What do you uh, give me a scene uh, example? Okay, well, in the first one, it's when uh, like the, they uh, he's on the stage, and he like Beverly's uh, you know he's down in his lair and he's like dancing, his head is stuck in one spot and his body moves around it. It's like tracked on there. And in this one, they did the same thing. He, he comes at him, his head doesn't move up or down or left or right. It sits in one part and moves straight at him, and then the body moves around it. It's a it's a tracking thing they're doing, and you can see it wob- wobble a little bit. Can you? Yeah. Oh. I That's thought they were shooting two different elements. No, I, th- I think I think it's a tracking thing they're doing, like a stabilization, and they're they're putting that in in the shot afterwards. It's like, kind of like they're doing that reverse stabilization thing. I just figure they shot him wearing a green screen and then shot him wearing a green mask. Could be that as well, but it, it looks like they're doing the stabilization. Huh. I have to go back and look at it, man. Yeah, that, that's it's it, cool. that's interesting. All right, it's a cool okay. Thing. 
And with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word, crew at gmail.com. If you guys want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can do so at moviecrewpod. Hey, Benson, where can our audience follow you? You can follow me at J. Edward Benson on the Twitter. And Jared, where can they follow you, good man? You can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, checkthegate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And you can find me, Brian Elkins, on Twitter at Elkins Edits. Hey guys, we're going to be closing out the show tonight uh, with some of the amazing soundtrack, like we do every night, courtesy of Mr. Benjamin Wallfish. We're going to be playing track number one, 27 years later, and we're also going to be playing track number 19, Dirty Little Secrets, featuring Pennywise, the dancing clown. There you go. Enjoy.
another visionary film from Andrew Machete. <laughs> oh my. We ready to do this, guys? Let's do it. Yo, Benson. Yo. What's up? Your headphones on the floor. What up, dog? I never wear them. Man, wear your headphones. Man. So you can hear how sexy you are. Be a part of my world. Hello, Benson. Now you can hear me singing better. No, you can't. Because you just wearing them around your neck. That's how I always wear them, Brian. God damn it. I don't pay attention. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> who Wait, who, who, the, who are, the are you are fucking you? people? For, just for some reason, I end up in this goddamn room every fucking week with you people. I don't even know who you are. You're always talking in my head. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> so I got a, uh, I got an email from uh, Alan Gardner. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, He made movies with uh, Brad Ellis and them. He's a fan. Okay. I know you don't care about when people say that, but that's crazy. He's like, he's like I feel like I know you. Even though we don't really know each other. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. But that's cool, though. Nobody ever says they feel like they know me. What do you mean, Mace? It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> I don't really care if they know me. I've done probably 80 of these now, and I don't know you, Jeremy. That's the point. Freaking it's out, the man. mystery. I'm fucking freaking out, man. Who the fuck are you are guys? Are you people? <laughs> Get out of my house, <clears throat> fucking weirdos! Just let in some random crack heads that were hanging out at Kneebolt Street. <laughs> down on, down on Kneebolt. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> you guys, you, you got this. You, you feel good about this guy's name now? Andy Machete. <laughs> 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 